So I went into Rice knowing I wanted to study abroad. I've known all my life <laughs> that I was meant to be uh, sort of an international traveler and I always wanted to experience new cultures and just go to new places. I, I just enjoy it so much. So my name is Anu, uh, Anu Jibodu actually. Um, I was the class of 2021, so I graduated this past May actually. And I studied statistics and environmental engineering, and I was at Duncan College. So I knew I wanted to study abroad going into Rice. And I, as a low-income student, a student that was on financial aid, that was a Questbridge scholar, I wasn't sure that I would be able to uh, finance that. However, I realized that with my scholarship, there was the opportunity to study abroad for a semester built into it. And once I saw that in like a brochure, like somebody said it, I was like, okay, obviously I'm going abroad. <laughs> so I studied abroad in Spain. I did the IES Madrid math and engineering and the school that I studied at, which was Carlos de Cero de Madrid, at least the branch I studied at was a school of engineering. I had taken Spanish classes for I think upwards of seven or eight years. So I just knew I wanted to study in a Spanish-speaking country. In my case, the program I did in Madrid was again a specialized one. So it was directed at um, students in engineering and in math. And I was also going with I think about I want to say upwards of like a hundred other students from the U.S. I went specifically because I wanted to do a program that would allow me as an engineering student to stay on track to take classes while also being in a culture that you know I really love and wanted to immerse myself in. So that was a really really great experience because in my classes I would hear just multiple languages which was mind-blowing. It was so cool because I would hear Spanish spoken but I would hear some other languages which to this day I couldn't tell you what they were. Um, but it was just so cool to be able to walk on a campus and truly see people from like all sorts of nationalities and kind of see that cultural fusion in a space other than the United States. And then also to be able to meet people, to be able to like meet and interact with Spanish speaking students, to work in groups with them and to just kind of be a part of their culture and experience that culture was just a tremendous experience. My host mom, so I didn't necessarily have a host family, I had a host mom. Yeah, I just kind of knocked on her door and she was this tiny little Spanish lady, kind of intimidating, kind of scary, despite the fact that she was like 5'2 or something, <laughs> was very straight-faced. She didn't smile a lot, which sounds bad, but she's just very quintessential like Spanish woman. She's like, you know, kind of fast-talking, no-nonsense sort of person. And I really grew to enjoy her a lot, but it was just such an experience for me, you know, living in this woman's really cute, quaint, like city apartment in the heart of Madrid. She was actually a tour guide. Every night at dinner time, it was a ritual. Um, she would like prepare food, um, you know, like traditional Spanish food, which was always great. Um, and then she would like give us sort of like a history lesson. She had a whiteboard in her kitchen and we would like sit in front of the whiteboard. She definitely felt sort of like maternal in that, you know, she was very comfortable like letting us know like, you can't do that. <laughs> oh yeah. She had like a five minute shower roll it ended up not being that bad but said you know because of the price of water like we have a five minute <laughs> shower roll and she said like on the days that you plan to wash your hair it's seven and I was like oh wow <laughs> that's not what I'm used to at all but 
honestly it wasn't difficult to adjust at all she definitely gave it like allowed us our independence and allowed us to you know kind of go out and explore and you know have fun um so i think i would wake up around like eight maybe nine like she always had like a dish of sort of pastries so i'd have like a pastry for breakfast with my roommate um and then we would prepare lunch so we would go down this is very Spain, but we would go down to our, the corner store right beneath our apartment. I sold baguettes for like 25 cents. Um, and then we would buy like tortilla, not in like the bread tortilla, but in the egg and cheese tortilla. Um, and then we would buy like lunch meats and vegetables. And we would go upstairs and we would make our lunch for the day, which was always a baguette. And then it would be kind of around the time to head to school. So we all went to school at Carlos III de Madrid. The engineering school was in sort of a suburb of Madrid called Leganes. So we would take the train. So you'd see so many people from the program on the train. We would be in a lot of the same classes together because we all took a lot of the English classes in English. Three-ish hours of classes, five-ish p.m. We would all sort of, you know, head back onto the train. The most beautiful train ride because the sun was always setting at that time. Just imagine, like, you're looking out the window. You're sitting on the left side of a train car. There's like a your old Spanish man next to you, his newspaper is wide open, he's snoring a little bit, and you're just looking out the window, and just like these city towns with like lots of greenery, but also lots of buildings, and people are just like walking about, they're kind of old ladies like pushing around their shopping carts, their kids kind of running around, you're hearing like chit chatter in the background, again there's like a guy kind of snoring next to you, the overhead speakers telling you like the next destination, and to just know that you know like you're in this like you're experiencing this like this is what you're experiencing right now and not many people in this world ever get to experience that just and to be able to do that every single evening can't beat it but yeah i think it changed me in small ways you know it's not like i wake up every morning and i'm like ah i went to spain you know <laughs> um so i don't it's not like i don't know if it changed like the direction of my life or trajectory of my life but as i kind of mentioned earlier they're definitely just sort of things one thing that i was kind of confused by <laughs> but i think i appreciate now is the sort of like more laid back lifestyle relaxation or just not I guess overwhelming yourself and being overworked is really big in Spain. Um, so like siestas, I'm sure, <laughs> you know, we've heard of those. Um, they weren't the hugest thing in Madrid proper, but like in Leganes, which is again where I took classes, like they were absolutely a thing, you know, like, and I thought it was so great is because like in the middle of the day, you just see people like sort of like hanging around and just chilling, like literally just relaxing in the middle of the day. And I think that's something that, has stuck with me since um it's just there is not this constant need or constant pressure to be like hustling and to be doing things all the time like it is okay to rest and I think that's something that people in Spain just do really well is just have a life work balance you know like just live their lives you know like just chill <laughs> Um, so that's something that was interesting, but that I really valued and I have definitely taken away and will, for the rest of my life, um, you know, sort of integrate into my lifestyle. 
I don't think I had any fears or apprehensions like applying to go abroad. The only sort of thing in terms of considering where I studied abroad was will I be comfortable in this space specifically as a black woman? I wasn't entirely sure if I would fit into like these different cultures. Um, and again, just kind of to give some context, like when I was looking at city abroad locations in South America, I was looking for places that, you know, had populations of black people just so I wouldn't feel so out of place. Um, so it was definitely a risk sort of choosing to study in Spain, which has a very low population of African-Americans. Um, but ultimately I decided, you know what, I'm still going to take this opportunity and I'm still going to explore and I'm still going to experience this, even if it is a little bit uncomfortable because I don't necessarily look like everybody else. So the first few weeks, I would say like the first week or two, were definitely really challenging. Um, I felt really out of place in Spain. And I guess something that like I didn't mention is that, again, being like a Bach woman, I did get like a lot of stares. And I was just scared. Like I was scared to like leave my apartment. Um, I was scared to like interact with people. Again, this was the point where I didn't really feel comfortable speaking in Spanish. So it was just like a very scary space. Um, I hadn't necessarily made, you know, really deep friendships by that point. I didn't necessarily have like, you know, people to explore the city with. Um, I was just getting to know my host mom. I was just getting to know my roommate and I was just really homesick. So those first several weeks were really challenging for me. Um, and I was like, should I be here at all? Like, is this my place? Like, did I make a mistake in coming out here? I think it's just time, just time and allowing yourself to become more comfortable is what makes it easier. Getting to know people better, becoming more comfortable in the environment. Everybody was super, super welcoming and everybody was very accommodating and, you know, they would listen hard at my Spanish and what I was trying to communicate and they would like speak slowly in response or sometimes they wouldn't, but I would still understand what they said. And it was just a lot better than I kind of thought going in. Now I'm a lot more comfortable, like just doing challenging things, like things I'm uncomfortable with. And, you know, that sort of came from the fact that, you know, I went to Spain and was uncomfortable and, you know, challenged myself to kind of push forward anyway. I just feel like, I just realized that in a lot of the sort of communities that I was a part of, information about studying abroad was not publicized or it wasn't big. Like in the Black community, I felt like a lot of, at least a lot of like the Black people I knew like didn't even consider going abroad. I feel like in the Questbridge community, it's a little bit more well known, but I felt like a lot of you know, like low-income people also just didn't think of going abroad as something that was for them. And then even in like the engineering student community, a lot of <laughs> engineering students didn't think, and I still think to this day, don't think that studying abroad is for them or that they can go abroad. So I just was at this intersection where it felt like from every angle, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, you're not necessarily like the type of person to go abroad. But I mean, I just knew I was, <laughs> I knew I was going abroad. It was so cool because after it, a lot of people who I didn't think like were interested in going abroad would like reach out to me, would like ask me about the, the experience or they would tell me like their plans to go abroad. And that was the most exciting thing to me. And me, yeah, I just love to talk. So I would talk about my experience <laughs> going abroad and, you know, how accessible it was and how easy it was for me 
to go abroad why wouldn't i <laughs> you know like it's it's definitely possible like i my whole thing is like if you want to study abroad at rice you probably can like there's a way for you to go abroad again even if you're scared i kind of challenge you to still do it like still apply and see what comes of it don't not do it because you're scared like be scared and just do it anyway I guess even broader than sitting abroad, like if there's, you know, something challenging that you want to do, like you want to do it, you have the desire to do it, but you're just like scared. Just, you know, I challenge you, you know, to do the thing, do it, just do it. It's going to be scary. It's going to be hard. Do it anyway, you know, be scared, be apprehensive and just take the risk to study abroad. And I really don't think you'll regret it. Mm -hmm.